0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you are faring well in this uh, Ascension Symptom Ridden Day. (laughs) On the Ascension Symptom Scale, we are at 99. But as far as the actual Shimon resonance, I'm going to go ahead I'm going to read it right off the bat just so we get it out of the way at 9 AM UTC time on disclosure.it. It it says it seems that there can no longer be calm days in succession as before. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Even today, the activity started with two moderate isolated peaks at 20 and 30 Hertz at 6.30 and 7.00 UTC time. It then continued from 11.00 UTC with peaks rising to 42.00 Hertz at 8.00 AM UTC time. Then at the 1700 report, the evening report, they write, today's most powerful peak occurred at 13.30 UTC in isolated form and reached 46.00 Hertz. So, yeah, there. that's that, you know. Um, I finally figured out what they meant by red. I went to primedisclosure.com, which is Paul Butler's website, and he adds a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different people. And I think he actually adds some of his own stuff, but it's not totally clear. His website seems, at least to me, Me, the Virgo, it's a little jumbled. But he does somehow manage to get the daily picture of the Schumann Resonance. I have no idea where he's getting that. But the chart itself, it's a couple different shades of blue in the background. And then the noise, radio radio frequency noise, I guess, is kind of green. And then there's the actual Schumann resonance values themselves are white. And there really is a lot of red. And I don't know what that interference is. I don't even know why it exists. Somehow this chart is showing many different frequencies that are being recorded. The weird vertical lines are gone. But then now there's this just weird red frequency in the middle of the damn chart in the upper part of it so it's like woven inter throughout interly woven with the white part and in the background the white part there's also kind of like a almost like a beigeish orange so i don't know how this is being it, i don't understand it it's like super confusing to me i just don't understand it i mean I mean, I'm not an idiot. I mean, I have a degree in psychology, and a lot of that is research and learning how to do statistics, understanding them, and how to do charts. And the Schumann Resonance thing has never made sense to me. Like, starts at one value and ends another value, even though none of those values are zero, which is where everything usually starts. And it doesn't allow for frequencies above 100 according to the chart, even though it's they've recorded frequencies close to 189 hertz before. So it's like super confusing. How can they record it if the chart itself doesn't even show it? It's, I don't know. It just seems to me as a Virgo and someone with a lot of, even though I have a degree in a soft science, quote unquote, I have taken many many university level classes in medical um, in the medical field and various scientific fields I mean I I'm a nerd dude I'm a science nerd I I went back after my degree and got and I took classes in like geology and biology and um, oh gosh what's the one microbiology And I ended up tutoring a lot of these classes to people for money. It was super fun (laughs) because I'm a science nerd. So I I don't know. I mean, I even took human anatomy. It wasn't a requirement. I I took astronomy. That wasn't really a requirement. I just, I don't know. I've always just been very fascinated by science, but daunted by the higher levels of math. But I do understand how to read a damn chart, and there's just nothing that really truly makes sense in the Shimon resonance chart to me I mean obviously I would say the baseline is 7.83 but we're going to start at zero because hell we don't know maybe it's going to go below that someday you know what when the 3D world falls away perhaps that frequency will then fall away maybe it'll go 40 below hertz I don't know is it possible I don't know Anyway, moving right along, there is some very, very bizarre, just absolutely nuts stories in Los Angeles and in Sacramento today regarding the California fire situation. Now, last year, there was the largest... Fire in the history of the state of California which was called the Mendocino Fire and it burned almost half a million acres of land and it started with a grass fire on a private property that was a ranch so they call it the Ranch Fire Makes sense, right? And it was started by a rancher who was terrified of being stung by a ground wasp. <laughs> and so he put a stake in the ground, which somehow will de- her wasps from coming near you it makes no freaking sense to me I guess he drove some kind of like an iron stake into the ground like this nest of wasps are actually I don't know what vampire wasps driving an iron stake into the ground like but somehow using a mallet to put the uh, stake into the ground sparked one little spark and caught his wild grass on fire and half, almost half a million acres later only one person died in that fire and it was a firefighter and three people were injured they were all firefighters (sighs) I mean I'm not for pesticides but he couldn't have sprayed some raid he couldn't have called in a pest control dude to spray the wasp nest. I mean, I lived in the forest, and we had to spray some wasps' nests. We had little kids. You know, I didn't drive a metal stake into the ground or into this side of my house because the wasps were on the side of my house. But what's weird is this guy... He was afraid of being stung by a wasp because he had an allergy to bees, which I suppose to an average person would make sense, but totally different ballgame. You know, wasps can sting you repeatedly. Not the same kind of venom. No, no, not at all. Bees, they, they, they sting you once, and their stinger leaves their body, and they die. They literally sacrifice themselves to pretty much ruin your day for like a few hours. I don't know. The whole thing is so insane. Now we know that the this fire was the largest most des, it wasn't the most destructive though. It burned the most amount of acreage but still remains number 1 champion is the fire that burned down The town I raised my kids in, Paradise, California, that was the most destructive fire in California history as far as amount of money in structures that were lost as well as the 85 people who were killed by the fire that were actual residents. So, I don't know. I... I'm going to go over some of this fire news with you guys. You're not going to believe. You're just not going to believe some of the stuff I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. First of all, um, Bill Johnson, who is the chief executive officer of PG&E, C- the CEO of PG, uh, PG&E, uh, was court ordered ordered to go to Paradise, California to witness the devastation caused by his company firsthand so he could literally take it in on a visceral level which you know what freaking good I'm glad he had to do that because thousands of people have moved back they're like camping on their land where their house had burned down a lot of people just don't have money to do anything other than that they're like putting up these tiny little shelters and structures. And I've been feeling that Paradise, California is going to be a new community of tiny homes because it's all people can frickin afford. They can't rebuild the big, beautiful homes that used to be there. You know, they just it's it's ridiculous. So, I mean, I'm all for tiny homes in general. I mean, leave a smaller carbon footprint, I suppose. But um Anyway. Because they were in responsible for the campfire, they called it a campfire because it started on Camp Fire Road. So everyone's making fun of it, calling it a campfire. That's the biggest campfire I ever saw, la, la, la. Uh, The the names for fires in California, it's kind of, of ridiculous. So basically, they have been try and get ahead of of what's going on. You get one little tiny spark. The winds have been incredibly fast, really strong winds in California. And what's going on there is the winds that go over the power lines, it could spark in one little spark. (laughs) Taking this, (laughs) taking a little chapter from the first story I told you about the guy who crate at a spark by driving a metal stick into the ground <laughs> the spark is what causes like the grasses to catch fire it's California is extremely hot and extremely dry again this is like the I don't know three or four years in a row now it has been really bad there's been two absolutely horrific wildfire seasons according to the California's newspaper in Sacramento, uh, the uh, the Sacramento Bee, like B-E-E. I love that. It's like one of my most favorite names ever for a newspaper. Anyway, (laughs) Rainy, are you listening? The Sacramento Bee. How adorable, right? Okay, anyway, back to the actual story. So basically, they've had to start rolling blackouts deliberate blackouts and since yesterday and some of them have ended and some of them are still in place people who live in the Sierra foothills of the Sierra mountains they're still in blackout situation so I think it's better to lose you know a refrigerator full of food than and not be able to watch Netflix or use your Wi-Fi than actually lose your home and possibly die in a wildfire. So, you know, it's like the lesser of two evils. But 1,700 customers in the counties of Yolo, Solano, and Napa are... They're they're considered to be red flag wildfire um, conditions is what they're going through right now. Um, This is crazy stuff, man. So... They've had to also shut off in... Oh, let me look at this here. Basically, there's there's red flag warnings in effect from Redding in the north down to Los Banos until tomorrow, late tomorrow. I would say probably maybe even Monday, just even though they didn't report that. I just have a feeling. Um Baños is, is an area of all just it's just grass. It's like there's not even forest there. It's it's they're scared of the grass fires. That's what happened in Malibu. I'm like, how how is that even possible? It's just grass. But the grasses are pretty formidable. Like when you try to put it out and it looks like it's out, it will pop right back up and catch on fire again. And it takes sometimes six times to stamp out of fire, Like if you had, like, say you just dropped a cigarette and oops, you know, and then you're like trying to stamp it out. It might start up five extra times or six extra times. So it's like a really formidable, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's pretty bad. But now there are uh, deliberate shutoffs to 30,000 customers in Butte County, which is where we have the Paradise Fire, as well as Yuba, Nevada, El Dorado, and Placer Counties as well. So, they're getting ready to start the second round of planned blackouts in Paradise, for sure. They, it's just they're at now. Now PG&E is finally doing the right thing. Oh my God. <laughs> After 40,000 people had to leave and 85 are killed. Ugh, God, the whole thing is crazy. So that's the first thing. Now, another thing is right now in Yolo County, and Yolo is doesn't mean you only live once in this. <laughs> In this story, that's not why they named the county YOLO. It sounds kind of flaky, like a California flaky thing. It's actually a native word that means something else. I don't know what, but it's not really that. But it just, it does kind of sound flaky. Uh, I'll admit it. Okay, I'm trying to now read these Sacramento Bee. Uh... <sighs> oh, this is like so ridiculous. I'm trying so hard to um, read them. And now it says, sorry, you've read your free five articles for Sacramento Bee and whatever. Anyway, the man in charge of overseeing what's going on at the Yellow County Fire. It, he is a fire chief. He actually, his name was is Will. Power. I mean, you can't just make up this stuff, folks. Sometimes the the stuff is overwhelmingly hilarious. Hi, my name is Willpower. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But yeah, it's his name, Will Power. <laughs> He's overseeing the <laughs> YOLO County fire. Oh my god. So they only had like 125 acres that were burning and I don't know. Now I might have to subscribe to the stupid Sacramento bee just to see this. Oh my God. They are so lame. It's like, how would they not want to get their news out? Anyway, there's been several California fires. I've got to look this up in another. Okay. Hold on a minute. All right, I can only really look at the headlines now from the stupid Sacramento Bee. Anyway, uh, it was 125 acres three hours ago, and or well, actually it was 13 hours ago. Now there's 1,700 acres on in Yolo County. They're forcing evacuations now. Yet again, you know, it's just, it's all starting. In last year, that horrible fire that started with the, you know, the stake in the ground guy, the new fires are three miles south of where that one started. The heat wave, the um, super dry kindling like conditions you Know everything now that rancher that caused all those homes to burn and half a million acres. He was finally ruled in, um, I don't know if his court or in some kind of forum, whatever I guess it's court, but they have they have as something else which now I can't access the information, duh. Anyway, um, he it was an accident, he was. He sparked the fire and he's like, oh, my God, he tried to stamp it out and it wasn't going out. So he ran to his water tank and he had this uh, PVC pipe hose trying to put the fire out. And it just kind of spread it along a little more because the heat from the fire itself was so hot because grass burns at a very high heat intensity. And the fire went like back around basically and uh, burned his hose into two <laughs> pieces and stopped the flow of water and then it surrounded his water tower and then he got into his truck and went up to his other water tower and something happened there where his truck he lost his phone in the fire and then he and then his then his truck went backwards down a hill <laughs> and he had to jump out of his own truck and he lost his truck and and the, it's like the it' like one thing it sounds like remember that game of mouse trap? <laughs> That's what this guy's day was like. <laughs> and he is a record holder for having started the the largest fire in California state history because uh, he's afraid of a wasp sting. I mean the, the whole thing is crazy. I, You know, can't they can't they can't they invent a prevention for things like bees and wasps stings like, you know, you don't want your dog to get rabies. Give your dog a rabies shot. People that work in California Forestry Service get rabies shots. I think everyone should get rabies shots, but they're really nasty shots. I mean, of course, getting the disease that makes you go completely insane and then you die would be worse than actually getting the shot. But, I mean, can't they make a vaccination against bee stings? Do they do that? I mean, did I just invent something? Am I brilliant or am I an idiot? Because I never knew that that existed. I don't know. Does it exist? Now I'm going to look it up, but I'm not going to look it up right now. I don't know. So California is just having a hell of a time with all of these fires, like they're in, now in Yellow County the 1700 acre fire which, that was six hours ago it's not contained, they're still working on it, they're calling it the sand fire because of course it probably started on on, you know a street called Sand Lane or something <laughs> so the names are completely insane of the fires uh california is really scared about all the all the money that it's going to cost the state upcoming uh, the bay area all of the bay area had um, or at least not the the directly like san francisco bay but like north of there where all the grasslands are and there are a lot of trees Those places were also shut off, uh, all the power shut off by PG&E. The high winds were very, very, like, very high, obviously, high speed. So PG&E, they're they're just terrified. I mean, they, they went bankrupt because of the campfire in Paradise. So... I don't know. We're going to keep an eye on this. There's a lot more weird news that suddenly came up. So woohoo! it looks like we will finally get our weird news Wednesday coming up this next week. (sighs) I don't know. Um, According to Los Angeles magazine, they pretty much said two weeks ago that California is now entering an era of endless wildfires I mean, from the Mendocino Complex Fire last year and the Carr Fire last year and the Thomas Fire, the Klamath Theater Fire, Basin Complex Fire, Cedar Fire, Rim Fire, Zach Fire. I mean, there's like so many fires, not just the the Camp Fire in Paradise and not just the Malibu Fire, like everything. It's been it's already starting fire season is starting it's already been started for like a few days now just just crazy so anyway we're going to just send our thoughts and prayers and our love to California and hope to God that you know things aren't uh, it's not going to get as bad as what happened in paradise you know they just got to prevent it I mean I, I don't know what else to do like what can they do (laughs) <laughs> They're literally saying that California looks like it was literally made to catch on fire <laughs> with the trees and the grasses. The largest uh, uh, the largest fire, though, in the history of the United States so far has been almost a million acres that burned in Texas. I think it was like last year or the year before. It was like 972 million acres. Million No, 972,000 acres. So almost 1 million acres burned. And again, that was also a grass fire. So a lot of people think that fires are caused by trees. (laughs) The trees catch fire and then that's it. Usually it's grass. Usually it's the kindling in the grass that does it. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's crazy stuff. So we're sending over 1,000 prayers to California again because of the devastating fire. Oh, 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 and speaking of fire, and this is weird and ironic, the uh, Mississippi River has been flooding, massively flooding since January, and none of the news, none of the news outlets, the major news, they're completely 100% ignoring the fact that like over 160 points up and down the Mississippi River, which is a massive river that it flows through the whole United States in the very dead center, up and down. I've been to the headwaters of the Mississippi River when I was in high school, and we hiked like freaking 18 miles. It was really frickin' long. It took all day long and beautiful, though. Oh, my God, Minnesota is a beautiful, beautiful state. But I went to the headwaters of the Mississippi. I saw literally the spring from which the mighty Mississippi flows. And it flows all the way down to the Gulf of, um, uh, I think it was like Baton Rouge or I don't know, or not really Texas. It's just way, it goes all the way up and down the state. I mean, the the states, all of them. (sighs) Right in the middle. Well, it is 160 points have reported above flood level. They have like sticks that stick in the ground. And it has measure, like, you know, it's like measuring, you know, like when you do, when you measure kids, when they're growing, it looks like that, right? These sticks and they have like a danger level where like the black tick marks on these sticks, like are red. And it says like, this is a flood zone, literally like 160 of them up and down the Mississippi River have been like covered in water past the flood level mark um, since January. And no one's talking about it. They're getting ready to, the Army uh, Corps of Engineers are getting ready to use this overflow that's only been used twice before. And it's to uh, take the excess water off the Mississippi and flow it through in Louisiana, a different uh, river to divert the water because this can be uh, a devastating thing. And in 1927, there were um, for eight solid months this river was overflowed, and it's already now at those exact levels. And it was like eight, like I don't know, 750,000 people became homeless as a direct result of this massive flood that lasted for eight months. And the same crap is happening now. Now, not as many people have had to evacuate because people learned their lesson from 80 some odd years ago not to, you know, hello, don't build that close to this river. This is literally called the mighty Mississippi for a reason. Mississippi River is is huge. You know, if you ever listen to or, or read anything by Mark Twain, he got his name. Samuel Clemens got his pen name, Mark Twain. A uh, Twain is um, a measurement of um, depth of a river. And he was a riverboat captain. He started off being just, you know, like, I guess a helper, assistant, is it called a bursar? I can't remember. But he helped out on the Mississippi River, on the river boats. And the thing is with the Mississippi River, it changes the topography underneath the river surface, changes daily. So even if you have it completely mapped out, and you know in your mind what areas of the river to avoid, you recognize a grove of trees, you know where you're at, you could. You still have to move the boat according to. So they have these like long, long sticks, and they have to stick it down into the into the river until they hit the river bottom. You know they, where they hit the mud. Otherwise, the boats can um, run into the mud and capsize or get stuck. And boats have gotten stuck there. And The, the river is like constantly, ever changing and flowing and dynamic and. I mean, there have been, like, catfish there, a couple hundred, up to a thousand pounds pulled out of there, enormous catfish, like the size of a freaking VW bug. You know, that, that that river is incredibly, it's just massive. You know, I've always wanted to go up and down the river, though, on a riverboat cruise, because they actually have cruises on this river. <laughs> There's, there was uh, There was a couple movies where people, where they filmed movies on the river. Usually about riverboat gamblers, and that's where a lot of the music and lyrics and music and songs and poems and and, um, it's written about in books because it's super famous. You know, all the um, just the river, the river activities, you know, (laughs) there's even a song called Old Man River based on this river. And I can't believe it's flooded. Uh, you're not going to hear it from the New York Times or the ABC News. No one, no one is mentioning it. A lot of people have had to evacuate. A lot of people uh, have had to leave the area. They just can't really be there anymore because if it gets worse, and now a massive uh, series of storms <laughs> are apparently bypassing California, where the fires are, and they are dumping a lot more rain. And this could be, end up being extremely devastating right in the center of the United States. Basically, they call it the bread basket. And what's going to happen is this is going to drive up food prices because a lot of the farmland that grows the majority, the greater majority of the food for the whole United States, that land is being flooded and they're not going to be able to get their crops this year. So, not only is half, I mean, half the country's flooding, half the country's on fire, basically. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, uh, so again, um, you know, let's, I'm calling for prayers and uh, love and light. In good energy positive energy sent to the people in the entire Mississippi not just the Delta but the whole river area up and down all of the United States some of the Swiss people in the whole wide world live right there in the middle of the United States too and it's just it just all this this news kind of devastates me I'm sad for my country when I hear this stuff um, I don't know. It's not the only country suffering. There's a lot more countries suffering. I mean, Venezuela, Puerto Rico come to mind, um, not to mention all the countries in the Middle East right now with war stuff, but that's like man-caused. And so that can be prevented, but they don't want to. I mean, not the people who live there, but my country who's creating this crap. And then look what's going on karmically. You know, my country's being cleansed by fire and water (laughs) right now and a few months ago it was being cleansed by ice it's you know a lot of karma like people maybe it's people who voted for the people in charge right now that are creating the wars is that what's happening I don't know I don't know it's just too big for me to think about and contemplate to be honest but anyway just to the people most most people in my country don't have a lot of political power or a lot of money. Most people are just normal folks, regular folks, and they're suffering from these things that are happening. So I'm asking for prayers and love and light to be sent to them. And to the rest of the world, honestly, just keep focusing on it. Imagine the earth is surrounded by pink or white light, whatever you like, green energy. Um, yeah there's some lady on, she's being promoted by higher self. I don't know why they refused to promote me because there was music in the background and of my episode and I deconstructed the whole thing. They still refused to promote me when I was having real information to share. And yet they shared this lady who had like a 30 minute video yesterday talking about how we need to start taking in negative energy into our bodies from the earth and i'm like um no not how it's ever worked ever i studied metaphysics for like i don't know more than 33 years now and sorry um that's like the world's worst advice ever and they're like promoting this chick i'm like dude no just no i don't know um (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's going on with the world, but anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and you're only going to hear like a third, like a five second interval interlude of music because I no longer have a sponsor, which will be nice for you guys because you'll have lovely commercial free listening until further notice, until I can get a new sponsor or two or three. Which also means if you want to go back and listen to my archives, feel free to do so because they're all commercial free right now. When my commercial in my current episodes are is gone, that means all my commercials are gone. All across the board. <laughs> so if there ever was a time for you all to listen and enjoy a commercial free experience, this is the positive lining, at least to your experience of metaphysical soul speak. <laughs> and I'll be back after this like three second clip of music. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're channeling Lord Krishna tonight. So I'm going to go into a trance like state and then I'll be right back. All right, I am here with Lord Krishna. I am already connected. As you know, when I channel a message from anywhere, I do not allow that person or being to take over my body. I merely use telepathic communication, which is a form of psychic ability, to get the message from that person. So I'm getting a direct message, Not actually, they're not actually using my body to speak to you. So that's why my voice doesn't change and why sometimes I'll laugh at something they say. Also, it's why I will stop them and ask for clarification. If I do not understand what they're saying or if they're sending me an image that's confusing, I will ask for clarification. If I hear words that sound like something directly out of my subconscious mind or something that I would say, Then I ask if that's where they took it and then I use muscle testing for the yes or no answer. All right, now. Now I'm going to begin. Welcome Lord Krishna to the show. I believe you have a message for us. Yes. He says, yes, I would like To welcome all of humanity to my message. We in the upper realms are trying our very best to lend and offer our support, our expertise, our guidance. And our love to each and every one of you. All right. We are aware of everything that you are experiencing. We understand that life is bringing you consequences of not only your own actions, but consequences of historical actions taken by people in your ancestry lines, ancestral lines, people who are or were in charge of your various territories and countries and actions taken by you in your past selves' lives. It is a lot to have to contend with your karma from one life, let alone all of your lifetimes, and to take responsibility for all the consequences of your current and past actions we know that sometimes this can be emotionally overwhelming it can make you feel distraught it can be in some cases emotionally devastating but we ask you to keep your vibrations high We ask you to utilize the energy and the serenity of joy, the serene joy that can be so deeply profound. Alright guys, I'm getting a little bit of a headache. My frontal lobes of my brain are just like expanding at this time where my sinuses are while I'm connected to Lord Krishna. Whew. All right, so I lost it for a moment because of the pain that overwhelmed my mind. So, Lord Krishna, I'm back. Oh, now I'm being overwhelmed by my eyes are closed while I do this and... I am connected to my crown chakra, my eighth chakra, and I see this bright light on top of my head. Like bright lotus, but it's so bright I could barely see it. It's like the light of a thousand suns inside my head right now. <laughs> you know, you normally close your eyes and it's dark. It's like brighter inside my head than it is in my room. <laughs> Okay, woo! (laughs) All right, Lord Krishna, I'm sorry, continue. Allow the serenity of joy at all of the realizations that you have had about your past in this and all the other lifetimes you have led here on the planet you are all able now at this point at least on the subconscious level to access your Akashic records as you access these records this is where the information comes from <sighs> some of you are empaths and you're feeling the emotional devastation of others at this point He's showing me like anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder. He's showing me these conditions mentally that people have. They are not all yours. And yet when they are being brought to you, you are being asked as a responsible, mature spiritual being to address them how do we do that Lord Krishna you shine the light of God upon them do not take them into your body as if they are yours do not own the past actions of others that resulted in these emotions that are seemingly and labeled negative remember there is no good or bad there is only (laughs) an action, a history, an event things that have occurred basic occurrences are what they are you are not any longer meant to label them as good or bad do not name them as good and therefore feel happy. Do not label them as bad and therefore feel sad or emotionally devastated. If you could keep yourself in a neutral state emotionally, at this time, you shall fare better. When I say enter into a state of profound and serene joy that is a state of being and a higher state of mind. It is not a label of an event, a person, a place, or a thing. It is a state of being that is your natural state of your soul. to your spirit it is imperative and important at this juncture at this moment that you remain in this state of perpetual joy ignore the happenings around you. As they're not happening to you, they are just happening. Use your discernment where there is a fire or a flood. Simply leave. Do not have an emotional attachment to events caused by nature. Do not have an emotional attachment to events caused by other humans. Do not allow yourself to be attached to the actions and the words and the thoughts and the deeds of others. Your internal clock shall be set to the state of perpetual joy from now on from this point forward if you so choose you can live in bliss as the spiritual masters have want to do in the past they were not swayed by the breezes of politics They were not swayed by the breezes of interpersonal drama. They were not swayed by circumstances of crime or of a lack of money or clothing or material objects or items do not allow yourself to be swayed by the breezes of the material world which is illusory by illusory he means illusion it's an illusion illusory um, not like loser not like loser But sorry just so you guys understand that Uh, it's an illusion so illusory In India, many of the women wear a dot on their forehead. This is an important point for them, and it's an important point that I make for you. Is if you could only focus on the dot in the center of your forehead, That represents the opening of your third eye, for example. Bring yourself to a point. Allow that point to be where you focus all the time. Now you may focus on the top of your head, such as your crown chakra, or the point of your star chakra, 18 inches above your head. You may focus on one of these points. and think of nothing else draw in the energy of the divine light that is only inches above you in the most glorious dimensions that you cannot begin to even imagine in your current state This is the place in which the masters dwell. This is the place in which the choirs of angels sing that you have heard about in your Christian faiths and among other faiths as well. Faiths, F-A-I-D-H-S. Allow the choir of angels to sing through your body allow the vibration of the higher states the higher realms of mind to illuminate the shell in which you live to create your crystalline bodies for the new world, the new earth indeed for the new age that you have already embarked upon. You are not beginning your journey, you're not beginning your path, you are well on your way. You are currently in the fifth dimension, but more is required of you, but it's not much responsibility to bear all you need to do is focus on that dot. Focus on the love and the light from the higher realms which contain all the glory of God himself and indeed the faces of all the gods and goddesses that over the years, millennia, nay, history of earth, Have brought comfort to each and every one of you at one point or another do not feel guilty about following one goddess or one God in one life only to forsake them in the next life and go with another God or another goddess only to forsake them in another life to believe that they don't exist only to in another life to remember that there really indeed are beings out there willing to love and help you. Do not be dismayed as these memories come up from other lifetimes in which you held beliefs that are completely in opposition to the beliefs you currently have to the beliefs you currently hold your ideas and dreams and wishes and thoughts ways of being have changed drastically from lifetime to lifetime and indeed even in this lifetime which is your final by the way from the 3D third dimension your Thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and ideas have most likely changed drastically over the course of your current life even. As the energies on the planet change, as the energies of the third dimension break up and disintegrate, they are bound to create changes in your viewpoint and your ways of looking at your world. As you go up in multidimensional experience, you will understand and know because with experience comes true knowledge. You will hold the knowledge That there is far vast, vastly different experiences before you currently unfolding. These are things that you never could have imagined possible even 10 years ago. 20 years ago, most of you were still asleep. For some of you, the alarm clock started to buzz 10 years ago. For a lot of you, you finally turned the alarm clock off and woke up. No more snoozing, no more pausing, no more trying to stop the inevitable. your world is changing before you stand up and know you are a spiritual master in training and in time you will stand up on your own and know that indeed You are a God. Your beauty lies within. Your beauty is inside your soul. Allow it to radiate to the surface and no longer worry about the outer beauty the quote-unquote looks, the things that you thought held value will no longer hold any meaning for you any longer. Your bodies will automatically change to what you consider to be exactly perfect by all former standards. In some cases, your bodies are becoming younger. In some cases, your bodies are maturing a bit, depending on your age. In the upper realms of the fifth dimension, you shall all be very close to the same age, except for the children, who will still have to grow up to the middle age which is roughly around the age of 29 or 30. When all of this takes place, (laughs) by the time all of this takes place for all of you, where you are all beautiful and in perfect form, it no longer will matter to you at all. It won't be something that you even care about because you will be experiencing the joy and the bliss of the higher realms and you won't even be able to look at each other in the same ways that you did previously. You will note the energy signature of others first, then you will be aware of the beauty of their fire within, their colors swirling about in the auras that you will in time learn to see quite easily you will understand the energy signature of another by the color of their aura where each individual shall be coming into your awareness with a different color. You might say, oh, there's fiery red and orange Charlie over there. Oh, look, here comes purple and blue Ben. Wow, there he is, Haran Deep, with his hot pink and glorious yellow color. You will recognize people by the colors that they imbue and imbibe. And not one color is better or worse than the others. Again, that is 3D thinking. That is linear thinking from the third dimension. When you are well into the fifth dimension, you're just going to experience color as color. Not a bad color or a good color or a high vibration or a low vibration. It simply is. If you had the ability to see clearly in the third dimension you would note that God himself never strayed from certain colors God did not use a judgment and say I don't like red flowers that's a low vibration and therefore get rid of all the red flowers because God did not have a judgment like this Judgment of color is a human construct from the third dimensional world. It was a way in which you categorized everything from the walls in your house to your clothing to whether or not you liked somebody based on the colors they wore on their body now when you have a higher perspective it sounds rather silly does it not it sounds rather comical and funny he's showing me when I was a kid there was this girl who I really liked as a person but I didn't like her that much because she wore pink and yellow together and I just could not stand the fact that in my mind it didn't match and that's what he's kind of showing me right now it is comical because I have seen pink and and yellow literally on the same flower since then and it's like all right, god I get the point (laughs) all color can match with the other color it just depends on your perspective and view (laughs) so that's what he's showing me about myself I'll never forget it. Becky always wore pink and, and, and yellow together and it drove me nuts as a Virgo. I mean, brown and green, that's a tree that goes together, you know. <laughs> you can wear brown and green together, even though it's awkward a little bit. <laughs> Better wear blue and, and green. You know, like I've always been judgmental of color. And, you know, Virgos tend to be judgmental and critical about everything, especially themselves. So it's hilarious. He's pointing this out to me. I love you, Becky, wherever you are. (laughs) Yeah, he's even pointing out, indeed, you even judged her because she came from a poor family. And yet she went to the same school. Yeah, we went to a Lutheran school. and It was like $400 a month. Our parents struggled and struggled and struggled. And her parents sacrificed everything and my parents did too but we had maybe a little more money but I think her mom only was a single parent her parents got divorced and like so they didn't always get baths they had to conserve water their clothes sometimes were dirty and I judged her and he's showing me but she but he's saying but is she not just a child of God I always was just like you, yeah, absolutely. I loved her as a person. She was a wonderful person when we were girls together. <laughs> I just had to stand downwind of her sometimes just to say, but, and he says, and isn't those, aren't those judgments so silly now? Oh yeah, I mean, 40 some odd years later, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I called her smelly Becky sometimes. <laughs> But I loved her. She had a great smile. She had a brilliant light inside her. And so I did hang out with her sometimes. But some of the girls shunned me because I think I called her Smelly Becky out loud once. I learned my lesson for sure, being judgmental, critical. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks, Lord Krisha, for calling me out on that one. That's just so great. Awesome. Awesome. He says, this is one of thousands and thousands and thousands of examples from around the world. <sighs> but you were put into little boxes in the 3D. In the third dimension, you were put into little boxes and categories, and you try to put other people in the boxes and categories as a means and way to understand your world. Everything was good or bad or down or up or rich or poor. Or this or that fill in the blank it was good or bad you liked it or you did not like it now you're going to learn a different way so you need to drop all the former constructs all the former paradigms you have to drop them now because when you go higher up into the fifth dimension Naturally, what you attract will be attracted to you by the very nature of the thing. The energy signatures will be attracted to one another that vibrate at a same rate. There won't be bad energies or good energies. It's just nature. This is natural. What is happening to you is novel. But it does not cease to be a natural way of happening. It's in your DNA coded, deep, embedded. In each individual cell, in your physical body, there are codes, codons. And when they get lit up and they turn on, the DNA... Constructs itself in a way that will allow for more light to go within. It will construct itself in a way that it will be strong, embrace itself against such strong forces of cosmic wind, radiation, and light that comes from the upper realms you are being opened up in each individual cell at this moment in this time that you might go up and experience a whole other level of being you are being asked at this time to drop preconceived notions about religion about what cultures are good or bad, what ideas are good or bad, what foods are good or bad for health, you're being asked to simply experience energy. And when an energy signature of a thing matches your own, then you may imbibe it, whether it's a food product or a juice, even a cookie. If it matches your vibration, it's what you need at the moment. See? Don't judge it. If it is a carrot or a mango, don't judge it. If it matches your vibration, it's for you. You will be attracted to eating that which matches you. Now, if you're attracted to eating Chocolate donuts, that's what matches you right now. <laughs> Remember that as you go into the fifth dimension more and more, you're not going to look like a chocolate donut if you eat too many of them. He he knows because I had two chocolate donuts today. They were excellent. We found a source of chocolate donuts finally that's <laughs> approaching the quality or tastiness of Krispy Kreme. So... Once or twice a week, my son and I are like, okay, that's it. Let's break down and have donuts. <laughs> I went most of my adult life without eating donuts until now. So <laughs> that's why he's saying chocolate donuts. <laughs> he saw me eating it because we were connected when I ate the last one. <laughs> he says, okay, your bodies will approach that ever perfect light that will reflect perfectly your soul inside all of the diseases and all of the he's saying devastations emotionally that occurred in relationship to these diseases based on what the body shape was, whether it was very lumpy or very large or too skinny. These things were constructs, means and methods and ways of learning and being restricted in your being and in yourself in order to learn spiritual lessons. Do not judge others for feeling that they are too fat or too skinny or not having enough muscles or having flabby skin or flappy skin, he says. Don't worry about any of that. It's just a vehicle. In the upper realms, your bodies will approach the look of perfect. Perfection. You are to understand this on a very deep level. Many of you at this time are being infused with the light from the cosmos to get rid of your former ideas and constructs surrounding body issues. It's like you're being cracked open from within and your outer shells are going to fall away you're going to have new shells at harbor new bodies that are new vehicles for your actual soul. And they're going to look beautiful. Do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. I say this three times because if I say it once, you're still going to worry. You're going to ask a question of yourself. Why should I worry about this? And then you're starting to worry. When I say a second time, you're going to say to yourself, well, maybe I should be worried. When I say it the third time, you understand my message. Do not worry. All that's happening to you is natural and perfect. You are even now in this moment being held in the palm of God. You are in the hands of the divine. You are being cradled like a baby and loved unconditionally. I too love you unconditionally I will leave you now I am Lord Krishna is there any other message I wish each and every one of you peace ask call upon me any moment you need my love I cherish the joy the grand joy of working with each and every one of you as it is for me an honor to serve with the God in me I bow to the God in you and I bless you deeply okay now he's like showing me that he's going to move on to the other realms now and he's bowing and he puts his hands together and he bows to you and to me and he says namaste all right well that's it (laughs) not he can't I can't make it much clearer than Lord Krishna so those with eyes to hear and no, that's not correct. Eyes to see and ears to hear. <laughs> You'll get the message if you're meant to. Maybe you have to listen to a couple times. There might be embedded messages. I hope you've enjoyed this channeling from Lord Krishna. I too love each and every one of you and I'm here to serve humanity through my podcast, sometimes through my crazy wisdom of the Hayoka (laughs) always I am just here to serve I love you guys I hope you are well happy and you're getting through the ascension symptoms just fine remember resistance is futile (laughs) just keep taking in the light and accept, accept 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 say yes to this energy it feels wonderful and it will buoy you up it will lift you in ways you never dreamed impossible alright that's all I gotta say about that I will be back tomorrow with all new unique and fresh content (coughs) but now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension Until next time, peace. (music) Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.